Hey, welcome to Hoops Coaching A to Z with me. Whoa, whoa, hang on. Let's let a professional handle this. <laughs> this is Hoops Coaching A to Z with my husband, Coach Terry Canova. This is a deep dive into all things coaching. Come join us as we visit with some of the best coaching minds in the business to help grow our profession. Here you go, honey. Back to you. All right, I'm excited about this week's episode. I've got a long, long term dear friend that unfortunately I don't get to see him nearly enough. And that's the great thing about my podcast. I get to check back in with with folks that I've known a while. I'm not even going to waste everybody's time or, or waste is not the right word. Spend everybody's time on going through his whole bio because this dude has done it all, seen it all. But what I will tell you, Six-time Hall of Famer. So he's in six different Hall of Fames, 46 years of coaching. And now Coach Brooks Donald William is lucky enough to have this guy as the chief of staff with the University of Louisiana Monroe women's basketball team. I'm talking about Coach Larry Tidwell. What's up, Coach? Man, I tell you what, Terry, I'm uh... – I'm loving me some Monroe, Louisiana, and ULM athletics, and oh man, I tell you, and I'm gonna just let you know, I love catfish, I love gumbo, and I love red beans and rice. So you don't think I'm not home, and I'm from Texas, but I'm in home now in Monroe, Louisiana, without question. Well, you're in a good spot. Uh, I spent three wonderful years there, and. Uh, the only thing that got me out of Monroe, Louisiana, was the fact that uh, South Alabama offered me a lot more money and I could get a lot closer to New Orleans where I could go see my Saints more often. So that was the only thing that got me out of Monroe. Well, I tell you what, I, I surely respect you for loving the Saints because I do too. I'm a big Drew Brees fan. And boy, I tell you, oh, uh, John Payton, I mean, it's just uh, Sean Payton, what a great job as a coach. He does. Yeah, you know, and, and with... Uh, yeah, I know he's retired. Now. Yeah, yeah, and w- with the new era in, you know, no Sean Payton, no Drew Brees, we're all kind of anxious and excited to see where that goes. Uh, I actually took my daughter and my grandson. We went to training camp on Monday. So... Uh, oh, wow. Good went over there. We, we, we sweated out in the sun, but got to get a little peek at the team and uh, excited about that. Uh, well, I know I, I started my first year... First eight years of high school coaching, I was a head football coach in AD. And oh, I also wow. coached girls basketball. Yeah. Oh, See I'm that. an old football coach. And I got to the point where I was coaching my sons. And it wasn't fun at the dinner table. I promise <laughs> So I got into uh, women's basketball, women's athletics full time. And it was a great decision that I made. Yeah, there's no question. You know, we've talked about this. We've made this point from time to time with different guests. There's a lot of us who either went from went over from men's basketball or other sports or whatever and got to women's basketball. And you, you see it, it being very common. And the other thing, Coach, correct me if I'm wrong, very few people, once they switch to women's basketball, switch back. You switch over, you here for life, man. Well, I tell you what, the thing I did while I was a head football coach, and and I'm real, I have a real strong feeling about this, is – you treat everybody with respect, all sports, male, female. 
when we pay school taxes, Terry, whether you got a, a daughter or son, you pay the same, all right? That's right. Treat them the same. And when I was a head football coach in AD, I was also the girls' basketball coach, the girls' track coach, because I wanted to let them know that they were important too. Yep. And then when I got down the road and I started coaching my sons, uh, you know, for 46 years, um, something I'm very proud of, I have fought for the rights of women in sports, young ladies, girls, things along that line. And they should be treated the same. They should be treated with this, with respect. And uh, one of the things that I did even back in the 70s when I first started, uh, I had I was a head football coach, but I had some female coaches. And uh, they made the same athletic coaching stipend that the men make. And back in those days, that was unheard of. Sure. But I believed in it. And uh, still to this day, I'm, I'm all about treating everyone with respect. Well, p- people have heard me say this before. You know, I'm I'm beginning my, I guess, my 18th year at UMS Wright, and you know, uh, you know, we've we've had a lot of success and 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 all of that. And one of the, a lot of times, people ask, you know, any secrets, and we know there's no secrets. But but I think the biggest thing I can say is that women's basketball for me is just as important as football is to the football coach. Exactly. And, and, and that to me is the key that and the stability. And then you mentioned respect. I tell our parents all the time at uh, at our parent meeting is don't treat your daughter like a little girl. We're going to treat them like an athlete. They deserve right. that. They've earned that. And and we treat them like athletes. And, and I think you talk about that respect part. Uh, I think that's the key. Oh, I believe so. And, you know, and I've been here at uh, ULM now a month, and I am very, of course, me and Brooks go way back. You know, when I was coaching at Lamar, she was at, at McNeese, and, man, we had some battles against each other. But they were friendly rivalries. Yeah. After the game, we shook hands, and we were best friends. And then this job came open. She called me, and, she, and I said, why not? I, I think I would love to go and work with Brooks. And – I'm I'm very impressed in, like I said, with Monroe, with UL, ULM Athletics. And I think our, our athletic director, Scott McDonald, has a great vision for this program, for all programs. And that's one thing that that Brooks really, you know, is impressed about me. We're we're gonna support every sport on this campus. Yeah. And we're gonna really strive hard for great academic success. You know, I know this past year, um, our women's basketball team was uh, honored by the Sun Belt for having uh, an outstanding GPA. Nice. And, and those are kind of things that you want to see happen. But again, the vision of the, uh, the ULM administration has impressed me tremendously. And like I said, I, I've already gone over and I'm hanging out with the football coaches. Uh, got to know Terry Bowden. His dad was one of my idols. Yes. And how cool is that? As i in the last, oh, I want to go four or five more years. I want to at least get 50 years in. Yeah, you're right. To be able to work with the son of the guy who was my idol, Bobby Bowden. And that is so cool to get to know him. And then uh, Ron West uh, is on the football staff. He's a uh, defensive coordinator, I mean, the offensive coordinator. He's a associate head coach. That's his title. 
and uh, we worked together at Baylor. And for us to be able to get back together and work together, it's it's just phenomenal. And I just really like the the feel, and I like the way that Warhawks athletics presents itself in every sport. And like I said, our goal is to make this uh, women's basketball program very competitive in the Sun Belt, which is a tremendous women's basketball conference. Sure. And I, I tell you what, we're we're looking we're looking forward to getting getting us better. Well, a c- couple things you mentioned. First of all, you know it's it's neat when we hear it's it's an intertwined thing. It, it's probably the most common theme we talk about on this podcast is those relationships. And isn't it cool when you you work now with a guy that you, you worked with at Baylor? And like you said, right. the relationship you and uh, Brooks developed as competitors of, against one another, and now you're teaming up. Uh, now, here's something neat, Coach, that you'll get a kick out of. You mentioned Coach Bowden. Next time you talk, talk to Coach Bowden, ask him where his grandchildren go to school at. They go to school oh. in Mobile, Alabama at my school. Yes, sir. Are you serious? I've oh, my his, gosh. I've got his grandchildren in my PE class, in my elementary PE oh, class. I'll, I'll be sure and tell him that. Yes. And also, while you're down in Mobile, you tell my good friend Ronnie Arrow I said hello. Coach Arrow is, is for surely a friend of our podcast and has been on here before and is a good, good guy, man. He's doing oh, skill gosh. development yeah. stuff. Good yeah. dude. And he, he's a great basketball man. He's a great person. And But he, uh, in football terms, he outkicked his coverage when he got his wife. I'm going to tell you that. Nailed him. Yeah. Yes, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Much <laughs> like myself. Yes, yes. I think we we, we all uh, have that in common for sure. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. So let's talk now. One of the things, uh, you know, this is something you wouldn't initiate, but something I'm going to initiate. Uh, right. You have been known throughout your career to go into programs and really help turn programs around. Now, this is what I know. I had a chance to uh, watch Brooks and them practice. I had a chance to, to watch them play. They're doing all the right things. They're doing all the right things. Brooks is one of my favorite people on the planet. In my opinion, many programs, they need some something extra and intangible a shot in the arm. And I think, Coach, that's something you can help bring to the table there at ULM. Talk about the success you've had at other programs and help helping getting those programs turned around and some of the things that you're going to lend to ULM. Well, I tell you, as a head coach, uh, I've had three head coaching jobs in college, two Division One, one at NAI, went into Lamar, 12 straight years of losing, went to UTRGV, UTPA, as me and you know it, right. 30 straight years of losing, Dallas Christian College that I just left, 16 straight years of losing. And during those 13 seasons as a head coach, I've had 11 winning seasons, nine postseasons. Wow. And Ooh. and we, we do it in 46 years of coaching, okay? I haven't scored a point, grabbed a rebound, or had an assist. <laughs> it's about going out and recruiting players who are not only going to play the game at a high level for you, but also going to represent you 
on and off the court. And that is what I really, really like about Brooks. Brooks knows the game. I mean, we've battled each other. We had great games against each other. But Brooks is all about uh, developing our young ladies for life. Yes. And, you know, and me and her have this big thing about everybody wants our kids to graduate. You better believe it. That's number one. But also we want to be there for them to help them get that first job, Terry. Yes. See, that, that's what's so important. And, you know, as you build programs and you turn things around, you do the community service, uh, I, I guarantee you if you show kindness, kindness will find you back. And we did that at Lamar, and we increased our uh, attendance 70%. Whoa. I did that at UTRGV, 88%. Wow. And then at Dallas Christian, we – you know, we had a gym full. It didn't hold very many, but but the way you turn it around is service above self. And uh, I, I'll be real honest with you too. Uh, as I coach Terry, um, I always have the first seat open. I sit in the second seat, then my assistants, and then the players. You know who sits in that first seat? Who's that? The good Lord. Ah. And you leave that first seat open. And one of these days when I write my book about all my coaching, the name of my book is The First Seat is Always Open. I love that. And, and, love and that. you, and you, if you have him on your team, then good things are going to happen to you. You know, it's like I'll be talking to the players. I'll walk down the end of the bench and I'll be getting after them and they'll be listening. But then I see them look to the first seat on the bench for <laughs> some strength. And then in a tight situation, don't think that I don't slide. You know, I need to call a big play. I'm going to slide in that first seat because I'm trying to get as much help as I can. Yeah, yeah. And and do that. And that's how we turn programs around. And then another thing, Terry, that has been very important to me is to treat your basketball officials, the referees, with respect. Yes. And 46 years of coaching, I've had two technicals. And and I just, you know, I'm 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 gonna get after them. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna encourage them and things along that line. But you know, like if a call's made, I want our girls to hand the ball to the official. I do not want to show disrespect, and I know Brooks is the same way. And, and you do that, and then you go out and, and you just uh I found out as you coach, particularly young ladies, sometimes players don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. That's a fact. That's and a that's fact. a fact. And when kids, you know, when you always, uh, just like Brooks does too, I mean, it's like when you have their birthday in your phone or you have their mother and dad's birthday or something went on in their family and then you're going to the house to check on them, I mean, you know, you're always encouraging them, things along that line. And kids, kids respond to uh, to positive coaching. And, and I'm going to get after them. I mean, but before they leave me, I'm going to say something positive. Yeah. And I yeah. think that is the key to building a successful program. Is you got to you got to have positive things going on, but you also got to hold them accountable. And you got to tell them the truth, you know. And, and so I'm, I'm I'm big about that. But 
That's they, how they, they know. They, they know if you're not telling the truth. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's it's like always uh, on the as you come to the locker room door of all the teams I've coached. It says on there, "Always loved, never entitled." You have to work for everything you get, and then you know you keep charts. And, you know, I'm real big on filming workouts and, and then when they want to come in and go over stuff, if they want to discuss playing time, then, then I've got facts. Yeah. You know, you have, you have stats. You have, okay, Susie, here you got beaten transition three times. How can, how can that happen if you want to help us win? Yeah. And I think, too, as a head coach, I've been so – so lucky I've had great assistant coaches. And if I could, you know, and I want to be a great assistant for Brooks and I'm going to be. And, but the thing is, is you hire assistants and you're a head coach. It's the most important thing you're going to do because you want to get assistants that are going to take that bullet for you, yeah. not the ones loading the gun. As you go. There you go. I mean, you got to have loyalty and things along that line. And, and I do my homework um, when I take jobs, and it's like you're as only as good. I found through 46 years of coaching, you're as only as good as your administration wants you to be. That's a fact. And I believe in the administration at ULM, or I wouldn't be here because I did my homework. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you another thing about ULM. Their academics are outstanding. Yeah, and we have, and that's oh my gosh, we got every major in the in the world, and I mean, but it's a setting that has that fits me great, and I am just proud to be here, and I'm all about Warhawks, all sports, but in particular women's basketball, and and bringing, and you know, I'm a I'm a big Mona Martin fan, oh, you know, Mona Martin. Oh, I love her, and I, I respect do. her. And and then, uh, you know, 1985, ULM Warhawks were in the Final Four, mm -hmm. women's basketball, NCAA Final Four. Yep. And, you know, I, I'm just uh, I'm just really excited to be here. And again, it, it goes back to I'm on a I just. Uh, Involved with a great coaching staff. Brooks Williams, the head coach. Yeah. Jessica Barber, the associate head coach. Oh, my gosh. I used to watch her play, Terry. Me, too. Me, too. Yeah, when she was playing with Domino. Domino, yep. Me, not the best, but don't tell him I said anything good about him. Okay? Domino's hoops. hoops. I tell you what, Coach, let me pause you for a second. We're going to take a quick 60-second okay. break, and we will be right back. Hang on. Want to get away for the best vacation ever? Consider a group trip, whether a cruise or an all-inclusive resort. Let Toes in the Sand Travel help you get there. There are some amazing perks for group cruisers. Trust us, we do one almost every year, and we help so many of our friends as well. For a trip of a lifetime, give us a call. You can message me on Facebook at Kimberly Tanner Canova, or you can find our Facebook page, Toes in the Sand Travel, but be sure it's the one that has our smiling faces on there. 
Just reach out. We'll help you. Hey, honey, will you get packed? We got a cruise ship waiting on us now. <laughs> Let's go. All right, we are back coaching with, uh, talking with Coach Larry Tidwell, the new chief of staff with Brooks Donald Williams at ULM, uh, a place that is near and dear to my heart. I spent three great years there. We mentioned Mona Martin. Mona Martin was my boss at ULM, a wonderful, wonderful lady, a great coach, and, and still really close to the program. Uh, visiting with Coach Tidwell, talked about the fact that he has really turned programs around in his career, and I know he's going to help uh, Coach Donald, I, I keep saying Coach Donald, Coach Williams, uh, Tyler's going to get mad at me, Coach Williams. Um, Coach Tidwell, tell me now, I know your specialty uh, in the past has been uh, recruiting not only just great high school kids, but junior college kids and international players. Will you be doing uh, some of similar stuff with, uh, with, with those guys there at ULM? Well, I'll tell you what, JUCO, I've been very fortunate to get to know the the junior college coaches uh, all over the all over the country, and I really appreciate what they do. Uh, one, they're taking kids that need work, and they and JUCO kids always get to work more. Yeah, you know they always they always had that advantage of working more, and I love to recruit JUCO kids because a lot of them once you go in and you recruit them. They got a little bit of a chip on their shoulder that they maybe weren't recruited, you know, at the higher level, and they want to show you that they can play. Good point. And I tell you what, I have I have had some unbelievable junior college kids, but a lot of the junior college kids I recruit are qualifiers. Mm-hmm. But like in in high school, they may be five ten and have to play the five. Right. And now they go to JUCO and they play the three, mm-hmm. and they learn all those skills. And I'm gonna tell you what. There are some great junior college coaches out there now. I, I want to tell you, they do an unbelievable job. And, and uh, you know, it's just I can remember when Joe Curl and, and uh, Kurt Butke were coaching at Trinity Valley Junior College. I and remember that as well. Rooney Scoville, you know, down at Gulf Coast. I mean, Rooney and Grover, is there any better than those two? <laughs> and, but the junior college kids, just they just bring it. And, you know, they're, they, they become – I think they're real appreciative too when you bring them into a division one setting. And, and then uh, I like the fact that they went to, if they were in grade trouble, they went to college and they took care of their grades and got yourself in shape to become D1. Yeah. And then also, uh, Cherry, I've been very fortunate, been very blessed. I have uh, signed like 53 international kids. Wow. And and they have been program changers. And it's like, I've been in 40 countries. I've been all over the world. And uh, I've worked for FIBA, Federation of International Basketball. I've done a lot of camps and clinics for them. And I was a national team coach to the Bahamas in 2011 and 12. I had to go to Nassau, Terry, and stay five weeks. Man, coach. I mean, all I know, somebody had to do it. It's a tough job. It's a tough job. But was, was it, it was it was Atlantis built yet? Uh, uh, was it? Oh, uh, we were. I had two players on my team, and we would swim with the dolphins at least <laughs> twice a week. Love and it. Love I, it. Tell you, I, I got to coach them, and 
And boy, what a great experience, you know, to learn the international game, the 24 second rule, the eight second rule, you know, you got 24 seconds, get a shot off. And I learned really, really quick how to play fast. And boy, I, and I carried that over into my total coaching career about playing fast. I love to play fast and, and being internationally, like I've been all over Africa. I work with the Nigerian team, Mozambique teams. I've, Helped a lot of kids from those countries get to junior colleges. Uh, in particular, I know we helped 23 kids from Mozambique get to Seward County Junior College when Jim Littell was the head coach there, you know, right. the former head coach at Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. And to see some of those kids come over and get their degree and play elsewhere, graduate, go home. And now they're, uh, I think four or five of that group that we got are leaders of their country over there in the sports. It's amazing. I mean, it's, and that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to help people. We're always, we're always supposed to get out there and, and make a difference in people's lives. And that's, that's what I've always tried to do. But going overseas, Denmark, Australia, Iceland. Oh, you got to go to Iceland. Put that on your bucket list. That is an unbelievable place to go. Scotland, I mean, you name it. I've been in those countries, and I've got uh, gotten great individuals out of there. And during my career, 30-year career uh, coaching college, I've had 53 young ladies that have played pro ball. I've had 46 play overseas uh, internationally, and I've had seven that have played in the WNBA. So, Coach, you, you, you mentioned the, the international stuff, and this just popped into my head. If if you right. had, if if Coach Donald Williams told you, Coach, I'm getting you one plane ticket. I want you to take this plane ticket and go anywhere outside of the U.S. and see how many players you can get. What 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 is the hotbed? What where would be the one place to go first before anywhere else? I'd go to Australia. Yeah. I've been over there. I've worked with, the, uh, you know, seen the Opals and the Gems, their national team. I know the national team coaches from Australia. Uh, Phil Brown is a legend. Uh, of course, Andrew Gaze played, you know, in Australia. His dad coached and he played in the NBA. And uh, I just, the Australian kids, uh, they go, a lot of them go to the Australian Institute of Sport. And they'll go there when they're like fourth, fifth, sixth graders. And They'll they'll concentrate on basketball or volleyball, and they are trained, unbelievable the way that they have things set up there. It's wow. it's uh, it's great, but I'm gonna tell you the the kids in Iceland woo, are good also, and, and you go to Spain. You know, I've got a I recruited a young lady in Spain that came and played for me one year, made all conference freshman of the year, academic all, goes home, makes her national team. Plays so good with the national team that she goes and plays in the Olympics, the 2008 Olympics, okay, and does good. They play the USA twice and and has double figures both times, but she played so good that the pros offered her contract and I lost her. I only got her for one year. Wow. But she uh, she played over in Euro League for about 150,000 euros a year. That was back in you know 2000, 2000 I believe it was 2000. Uh, eight and now 2012 wow. when I lost her and boy she was a she was a, a difference maker uh, recruit uh, Kalise Lloyd played for me at 
at Lamar, just uh, leading all-time scorer in the history of Lamar. She was from Sweden, Malmo, Sweden. I've recruited kids from Denmark. Just, just great places to recruit, you know, yeah. kids. And again, I've had five from Iceland that are difference makers. So. Just, just, just looking for an opportunity to come to the states. Oh yeah, and play yeah. yeah. Well, coach, everybody loves to play in the play in America. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, so, again, we, we know the impact you, you'll do uh, as far as uh, what you're going to bring community service wise, uh, the 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 mental aspect of the game uh, that you're so good at. The recruiting is obvious. What about? Uh, on the rare occasion where coach doesn't have you jet setting around the world, uh, what what role will you take in in for skill development? Are, are you going to be in charge of a, a certain position? Or what are you going to be dealing with there? I'll be I'll be working with the post players. Post players. And, and in the past, uh, you know, they've had some really good people working with them, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be uh, working down there with those right now. I'm learning all the oh uh, the terminology that Brooks uses. Uh, Jessica Barber. Just outstanding. I, I love working with her and and Jalen and and Jewel and and uh, Grace, but uh, Jessica in particular really good. You know, you know, came out of Domino's program, played for him. So you know, you're going to learn something from that. And like I said, I've had a lot of success with post players, and that's what I enjoy doing. And I love those post players with those big arm bars. You know, when you post up big, but. Uh, the schools I've been at, you know, I didn't have the six four, six five very often, so I had the six ones, and we did a lot of uh, the old Jack Sigma reverse pivot. Sure, yeah. How big a how big of a difference did Jack Sigma make in the game? And people don't realize how big it was. And you go to the short corner and you reverse pivot, and if they don't guard you, you hit it. If they come at you, shot fake and attack at angles. And when you attack at angles. First thing the defender's going to do is put your hand on you, and what's the official going to do? We'll call a foul. Yeah, yeah. And then if you get in there and bang back to back and and don't you know create space, they don't call it near as much because that's just part of the game. Yeah. But uh, working with post players and and just uh, just the transition game and things like that, and I, I, love, I love watching video, and we'll be doing a lot of uh, scouting. And it's going to be continuous recruiting all the time, but 24-7, 365. But coaching-wise, uh, again, I've been watching a lot of video from the last couple of years and learning all of, of coaches' uh, terminology because, again, I want to be one of those uh, assistants that that is there for you and has got your back covered and take the bullet for you and not be the one loading the gun, you know? Absolutely. And, and so I'm going to be there supporting her and I'm going to do anything that she asked to do because, again, it's good to be on a campus of where we're going to get better. And, uh, again, I go back to your zone as good as your administration wants you to be. And I think our administration is making those moves for us to get better. And I want to, I want to bring back, uh, you know, bring back a, a lot of uh, – a lot of the stuff that people remember when when they went to the uh, when they went to the uh, Final Four yeah. and things along that line and and it's just uh, something I want to do. I'm going to be a part of that. 
Well, I, I think I, I think you know the administration is different since I've been there, but but I know talking to Brooks and talking to you, I, I know you got great leadership there. Uh, I've got one hundred percent confidence in in Brooks, uh, and, and like you say, I know Jessica. I also recruited Jessica when she was playing for Domino's. Uh, with you there right. now, I, I think it's just going to be a good good location. Uh, for, for for prospects and, and and recruits and and I just can't wait to watch you guys play and when you come down here and play in South Alabama I'm gonna make sure I I, I try and cut practice loose early so I can come watch y'all practice and and, uh, and and watch you guys play when you when you're in town. Well, I'll tell you another thing that I'd, I'd like to mention and is I call in Coach D Demonte, uh, our strength and conditioning guy is really good. Oh my gosh, and menu. As you build programs and you sustain programs, you've got to have people that are so strong in that strength and conditioning to keep your body, to keep them in shape, to keep them ready to go. And then our athletic, uh, our athletic trainer staff has been outstanding. I've got to see uh, Aaron's with us, and she does a great job. But I've seen the main uh, setup over at the football stadium is outstanding, yeah. and, and we have the facilities. And we're upgrading them even more as we speak, and and we want to make we want to compete for a championship in the Sun Belt. Yeah, well, well, there's no doubt in my mind that uh, you guys will will be there soon, uh, Coach. I really appreciate for you taking taking some uh, time out and visiting with us. It's always good to chat with you. You know, I've been a fan since day one with you, and. Uh, and and just looking forward to following the Warhawks and, and seeing how you guys do this year. Well, I appreciate it very much. And Terry, thank you so much for growing and sharing the game because that's what we need to do. We need to keep this game going and make it and make oh, uh, Dr. James Naismith, make him proud each and every day of the way that the game is played. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, Coach. Well, thank you. Thank for all you do for our game. And, uh, hey, you know where I'm at. If you ever need me, we'll oh, talk I'll soon. Be yeah, I'll be there. And I'll tell Coach Biden about his grandkids. Please do. Please do. <laughs> Have a great one, Coach. That's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode. A big thank you to everyone who has continued to make this podcast become so popular. Please continue to share with your friends and colleagues. And when you have time, please take a minute to give it a five-star rating. Until then, we'll see you on the next episode.